Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Eventide Radio. This is a fan-made Destiny podcast where we have roundtable discussions about a variety of topics concerning the popular video game franchise. And at its core, this show is about having in-depth discussions about the game from a variety of different perspectives. I'm your host, Scotty, and with me are co-hosts Rob, Robbie, and Will. For the first time on Twitch, we are streaming the show itself. Um, so yeah, super exciting. Hello. Um, so we're going to talk uh, a couple different things today. But before we get into um, Destiny itself, the game we talk about on this show, uh, we're going to talk about our Twitch channel and what we want to do with it and you know what's coming up. And all the exciting stuff. Uh, then we're going to talk about the new Trials update, question mark. Uh, something that is frustrating some people. Um, then we're going to talk Agar Scepter, the new quest that dropped this week, and the new exotic. And then we will have, depending on how many people are watching and how many people are engaged, uh, have a question and answer session. So to get started, Rob, well, so what's something we'll, you've been up to this week? Oh, yeah, uh, go ahead. No, that's fair. Okay, so I, I'll just throw it out there. Um, for those of you that are listening, uh, try to drop questions in the chat, and I'll, I'll kind of have like a, a collection of them that we'll try to do at the end. Um, but then ultimately, as we're probably doing them, if there's more questions that pop up, then certainly we'll we'll try to address them. But it'd be kind of fun to get kind of a collection going if if there are folks watching that that have some stuff that they can think of now. Just start throwing them in the chat, and uh, I'll try to try to capture everything. And if I don't, I apologize. Just throw it out uh, again at the end if if you're still watching. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, and then, uh, full disclosure, I have not touched uh, Destiny at all this week. Um, I have been kind of busy doing some stuff since the reset. Um, but that being said, this weekend, after we had our whole long discussion about how great Trials was, uh, I did make it a point to uh, get to seven wins uh, solo, just because I, I wanted to see what the experience was like. Um, I probably had less than like a 50% win rate, uh, for what it's worth. Um, ended up getting a couple decent drops, like I got a good Shire's Wrath, not flaw or uh, adept of course um and had some fun just kind of trying trying out the kind of the new mechanics of trials and and certainly uh played more trials than i have in several months so it was a lot of fun so just to kind of like throw back to the the conversation we had last week um definitely had a much more engaging experience so that's what i did kind of since our last podcast episode yeah yeah sick robbie what's something you've been up to this week i got the new exotic weapon which it's been pretty fun using it around, you know, like low-end content. It melts. It's. Uh, it, I like how it actually, you know, coexists with the stasis subclasses and whatever you have regarding aspects and and it, it all works together, which is you know, a pretty nice change. But uh, honestly, I, I was doing like season of the splicer, like corrupted expunges for high stat armor lately. That's what I've been after. Uh, the the armor that drops from that is crazy. The 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 high stat rolls with the new ghost mods mm -hmm. you can put on to you know guarantee intellect oh, okay. or recovery or whatever. It's it's great. It's better than any other season. It's better than this season. And uh, yeah, just chasing some god rolls, fusion rifles especially. Cool, cool. Yeah, I still use my um, expunge armor that I got last season. It's still my go-to. Uh, Will, what about you? I'm um, just kind of level grinding, not a whole lot going on. Just making sure I'm ready for GMs when they drop, what, October 6th or something like that? I feel um, I have no idea. Yeah. yeah, but other than that, not... It's Monday after my grinding. birthday, so I remember. Hey, nice. there we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so just kind of on, really, just grinding level. Mm -hmm. Cool. So um, our first thing we're going to talk about is the uh, channel itself. So... I'm going to popcorn this to you, Rob, because this is kind of, you kind of started this. So oh. what is, 
something you want to accomplish with this Twitch channel that we've started? Yeah, so a few of you tuned in with us last week, um, and we did a raid with the four of us, and then uh, I think Kevo played with us, and I'm trying to remember who else was involved with that. Uh, and I think that was really fun. Um, and that's, to, to be honest, kind of like, if you were to ask me kind of like what I wanted to get out of this podcast when we first started it, uh, was to just kind of foster and and harbor some kind of community to some capacity and just, you know, find, find a group of people that had similar interests and wanted to talk Destiny. Um, and I had kind of always envisioned at some point we would try to stream either the podcast itself uh, live, which is what we're doing right now. Um, but then also try to just have like community nights where we're we're just hanging out and chatting and and kind of getting to know the community a little bit better uh, and having fun in the process because it's you know it's one thing to be in a clan but uh, you know at this point I feel like I know you guys pretty well because we we wasted a lot of time together uh, so it's you know I I've, I've been enjoying the podcast and and I think Twitch is you know or streaming in some capacity is sort of the next kind of natural progression um, where it's like you know the whole point is we're talking about this game that we're always playing we might as well play with people. Um, but, uh, I think that's, that's kind of where I see it. Like, I think now that we've got some people listening to us and, and, and I'm grateful that like Robbie has brought over some people from his community, um, and just, you know, keep that engagement going. Cause I think that's, that's how we're going to get more people listening to the podcast and get more engagement is just like getting ourselves out there and have just more people involved and, and engaged. And that seems kind of what I, what I've enjoyed with this. And I know we kind of talked, I think offline. Um, and that we may kind of take shifts on who's actually going to be streaming. Um, I just set up the channel and I've been kind of screwing around with it the most, but that doesn't mean that I'm the one locked to it. Um, and if other folks, you know, in our, in our podcast want to stream and, and take shifts, we can do that. Um, but ultimately will and Robbie, you guys have your own channels. Um, in which case you guys are streaming. And so I think it's kind of cool that we have also the Twitch channel itself kind of engaging with that. And, um, so, you know, it, it, I think. We don't really necessarily have a defined kind of path moving forward. Uh, we lost Robbie, which is unfortunate. Um, but uh, so I think that that's kind of where I see it is just like, you know, I I think the sky's the limit, but I think we want to keep people engaged. And this is kind of the next thing is like outreaching to the community, uh, for lack of a better term. So that's kind of what I sure. see and what I want to do with this. Uh, yeah. I think I think the, the stream that we had was incredibly fun. Just selfishly, like the four of us doing a raid together was great. Um, but certainly just having people, you know, mess with Scotty and chat was, was awesome as well. So, uh, I think it's great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the more people we get to, uh, talk about destiny with us, the better, you know, mm -hmm. I'm also down for like, yeah, sorry, go for it. I was gonna say like PVE, PVP nights, you know, like we yeah. just can, like trial stuff on the weekend, like yeah. some people fill us, whatever, you know, yeah. depending on the matchmaking actually. <laughs> and I can really embarrass you. Which we'll get to, um, <laughs> But it was, and then it was fun because we did Scorched the next night, which went like horrendously. Uh, oh yeah. Scorched, but it was a lot of fun, you know. Scorched, that, though, can't take that stuff too seriously. Um, yeah, exactly, and that, but that's the whole thing, right? Because we were able to kind of goof around and chat for a while and just kind of like riff and like that. That that to me is when Destiny's at its best, you know, is is when you can have friends that you want to play with and just kind of goof around and find out what's going on with each other's lives and uh, and and blow stuff up in the process. Like I think that's what what we should be doing. Um, oh, yeah. and, and, and I don't think necessarily we're going to be streaming all the time or, and, and maybe we decide we don't necessarily want to stream every podcast. Um, because I think there's definitely times where it's like, we want to be kind of like, okay, let's just do the recording and, and move on. But I think there's definitely yeah. other times where it's like, Hey, it's a Friday night after we're done with this, we're probably going to jump on and, 
and play as well. So, you know, it's kind of like a fun, I would say, like organic progression of like, hey, we did the podcast. Hey, let's see if anyone wants to play. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm, I'm very excited to get more people into this and to make it, you know, kind of a multimedia thing in the sense that we've got, yeah. you know, you can listen to us whenever you want, but also, you know, join us live because it's yeah. way more fun live, actually. Yeah. Robbie, what's something you um, are excited about with the Twitch channel? I know you, you and Will both have Twitch experience. Yeah, I think that's, that's the thing. Like when we do the podcast is, you know, it's us and we have our opinions and I think we kind of, you know, talked about the game for so, such a long time, you know, air quotes, that we kind of already even know, like, you know, how someone's going to react to something or if someone's going to be interested in something or not. But I feel like we've gotten to that point where, like, it would be nice to encourage people to actually interact with us. And I feel like it's like a really good way to, again, maybe not do the recording every week for the podcast itself, but right. also to make ourselves somehow available, like Rob said, you know, with the game. So it's not like, you know, just come here and ask me questions or, or, or you know, watch me talk about the game because the podcast in the end is still the podcast. Uh, but to be able to play with someone and to, you know, just answer questions or, or even, you know, not regarding the game, but sometimes about like, you know, silly things that might not deserve a whole topic in the podcast. You know, like someone might right. be like, oh, which uh, roles do you recommend on this wheel? Because, you know, I want to get better at PvP. So, you know, what's a good sniper or something? And, uh, you know, which is what I do in private, right? So <laughs> it would be nice if other people would do the same thing. And um, I think that's like a good, you know, a good thing that I would definitely gonna try to encourage the people who already watch me or the people who are in my clan, like you say, you know, like we're not a clan, you know, you, you just come play with us and uh, basically all I'm looking for, really. Yeah, yeah, I, I, that would be fun to get viewers in on stuff, you know, while we're live too. Kind of exciting. Will, what about you? What's uh, what's something you're looking forward to? Uh, just like meeting people, man. Like you know, it's it's fun to just meet people who play the game like no matter like what they play pvp yeah. pve matter how Absolutely. long they've playing for the game for you know if they're good you know whatever it is mm-hmm. um so I, I just like meeting people and like even you know helping people get what they want you know whether it's flawless or raids or something like that you know cool to help mm-hmm. people out so mm-hmm. or yeah. not get vexed <laughs> all right man that's a subject for me all right I've, done, like, <laughs> I've, I've put Ouch. my time in how many times has it been for you two? It's been. I actually don't want to say. (laughs) (laughs) It's not as many as as Scotty or as Rob. Sorry. Wait, how many is it for you, Rob? Uh, I was actually gonna pull it up just for uh, for not bragging rights. Yeah, it's 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 all. So I have done every lootable minus minus one. Uh, for Um, yeah, so three times for every character. So is it like fifty one or fifty four? But minus one. Um, but then actually like the number of ones that I've completed is like, I'm pushing 60 at this point. All right. I, I don't feel comfortable sharing my new. <laughs> so, so speak, speaking of, uh, I, I wanted to, I won't share like the Reddit post. Um, but some guy, I, cause I, I, so I have a background in mathematics. Um, so some guy posted, like he, he tried to pull a bunch of data from like raid reports to figure out who's completed uh, raids or who's completed Vault of Glass like X many times and actually has a Vex after so many of those to show for it. 
Uh, and he's he's boiled it down that it's somewhere between a four and five percent drop rate. And there's no wow. way of actually knowing if there's some kind of protection. Um, but if it is five percent drop rate after doing 50 clears, like, come on, man. But, you know, yeah. so, you have all three of your clears this weekend. This no, week? I haven't done it yet this week. So, I, like I said, I'm oh. touching the needle. So what there's a doing, chance man? this week. Um, but uh, yeah, so it was, it was kind of an interesting post. Like he went into uh, he just pulled like 100 different people that have completed uh they've done 20 completions um and of that 100 of them like 58 of them had vex after 20 completions um and then if there's a there's a, a statistical formula that you can kind of work backwards and deduce what the the probability is uh, and it was like 4.4 percent or something uh Jesus. now he did say he did say you know that's with the sample size of 100 and and if you take in any kind of statistics class like the more sample size the better uh, and then he was also assuming that those were all 20 lootable clears. It's entirely possible they've done, you know, 19 and they just did a repeat one week or something like that. So there is a there's an asterisk on that analysis. But uh, so he was actually asking people to start going into raid report and find every person that they could that had exactly 20 raid completions, because that's what he was kind of going off of. Because um, <laughs> he started off with the assumption that it was a 20 percent or a, a 5 percent drop rate. Um, so he just thought like 100 or 20 was like a good number to pull from that, because then statistically, you would think after 20 completions, you should have one if it's a five, you know, one in 20 drop rate. Like that's kind of the, the simple way of looking at it. So it was actually kind of a neat little like if you wanted your math lesson for the day. Uh, there's a neat Reddit post on that. So fun fact. Wow. That's really interesting. One of my bots actually started that the first week it was like two to three percent, according to right. like the sample that they had, because they have basically almost everybody. That is, uh, you know, registered. They can just pull the data as long as you don't have your account set on private. They can, they can watch it. Uh, right. So it started at two to three percent, and then they were, yeah, it, it, you know, it went higher. But the point with that uh, bad luck protection oh, no, thing, and yeah, I mean, the thing is that even if it goes to fifty percent, you know, you still might not get it. That's it. It's just like flipping a coin. <laughs> yeah, but if you flip a coin three times. <laughs> Yo, Robbie, were you getting that flawless with flipping the coin too last weekend? <laughs> oh, I'm just playing. No, I like I I I helped a whole entire group of friends who had the Vex and they're going for Catalyst, and it was just like hurting me on the inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, all right, we're gonna send this play. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, we, <laughs> like, we don't need to finish the raid. I'm like, well, you know, I still need it. Like, I can still have it. I was like, no. Yeah, there, so there was one guy in my clan who also had the same number of clears that I had, who also didn't have Vex, and so anytime that we were doing a Vault of Glass, like, he and I were both, like, we could, you know, feed off of each other's, like, just agony, and then, like, a week or two ago, he got it, and so they were doing uh, a Catalyst run, because a bunch of them were all kind of waiting till they had enough people and they could all do it together, because they're a pretty tight group. And so they needed a sixth person, and I like just out of spite didn't join it because I'm like the last guy who <laughs> doesn't. So, wow, uh, it's like I want to punch. What's that like little thing at the top of the vex raid? Like that gives you like the drop at the end. I want to punch that thing like the, every single time. Oh. I want to hit it. The, <laughs> the little kibbers. The, the, the yeah, ages. Yeah. I'm not salty. It's fine. No, of course not. It's honestly interesting because I, I thought 1k was 10% drop rate, right? But, but I was under 1K, the impression. Was, 1k goes up after every single clear you have, I thought. Right. Wrong, and that's interesting so. that, like, the other ones don't have that same sort of protection. Well, they also, but they, so, I 
correct me if I'm wrong, and I'll I'll do some research to verify this. I think with with Eater of um, whatever the heck the stupid rocket launcher is that no one also has. Eyes of Tomorrow. Eyes of, yeah. Eyes of Tomorrow. I don't know why I, said, I was going to say Eater of Worlds, but that's not a rocket. <laughs> um, someone, I think, what is it? They said that it it uh, people at first thought it was every completion or every lootable completion it would go up one percent. Um, but then it comes out, it was just the first one that you did every week would cause it to go up 1%. So it wasn't going up 3% per week, it was going up 1% per week. Um, and I think that's kind of the running theory again, is like, why do they have that? And I think the argument was, well, then it sort of like normalizes. So if you play on one character, your drop increase goes up just as quickly as someone who has three. Um, so that's like another justification. And you can always make the argument too, that if you've got three characters, when you've got three times the likelihood each week to get it, um, but you know, after 50 runs of not having it, you kind of start calling BS on all of yeah. that because it just yeah. kind of seems yeah. like something's broken at the end of the day. So they did fix that though, the, the ice of tomorrow thing. Cause it happened to me, actually, I didn't have it. It took me 31 clears and I only had one character. So that was basically 31 weeks uh, right. until I got it. So if you, you know, if I have had three characters, that would be like over 90 runs, uh, to get the rocket launcher. That would be insane. But they did fix that to make it character-wide and instead of account-wide. So the, the lock protection thing actually does work now for Ice of Tomorrow. The, the weird thing about this one, though, is that at the beginning it was dropping so often. Like every other run, I would see one of them drop, the Vex. But it's been over... Like we were talking about that the other day with some friends. And it's been over a month that you know, doing three runs a week, I haven't seen one drop at all. So I don't know if maybe yeah. they had like better drop rate at the beginning just because it was, you know, like the new thing. So just get it on people's hands. And then slowly they started to reduce the drop rate. I have no, but it does feel like that. Like it honestly does feel like that. I still don't have that. So I pulled up a Game Informer article from March. Um, and... For those curious, Bungie broke down the bad luck protection means in this particular instance, further explaining the issue attached to Eyes of Tomorrow drop rate. According to the latest blog post, the original design intent of bad luck protection for Eyes was to increase your chances of attaining it with each weekly clear on your account, eventually reaching 100%, right? Uh, guaranteed to drop if RNG had been particularly unkind to you, I'm sure. Uh, the, guy, the goal was to reward folks for rating consistently week over week rather than bringing or binging dozens of runs in a single week. Well, I would argue if you really want to do that, then anyway. Uh, another goal was to ensure high, <laughs> ensure single character players were not at a huge disadvantage, as we didn't want the benefits of bad luck protection to require rating across three characters. Because of this, Bungie set it up so that each character on a player's account has a weekly chance at the desired exotic. The caveat is that bad luck protection count only accumulates once per week across the account as a whole. So, and I, I believe... And I don't think they've actually talked about what the drop rate is for Vex, but everyone thinks that it's the same thing for this. Uh, so this means that players rating on three characters have three times as many chances at the exotic, but that increase in drop chance only increases once each week and applies equally to everyone who runs the raid, regardless of if you are running one character or three, the blog post said. So there you <laughs> go. It only goes up like 1% per week, regardless of how many characters you have. Again, to normalize it, but... I, I don't know. I would make the argument that if you have three characters, you're probably running it multiple times a week anyway. And if you have one character, you're probably not playing it as much. Uh, and there's, I would say, probably a lower likelihood that you're running Vault of Glass even once a week 
um i it just seems like included yeah you could you well you could kind of core that right like yeah you have you have one character that you play with um and you don't run vault even every week whereas like someone like me because i'm so obsessed with it i've got three characters i run it three times a week and have uh since it's come out so it's like it's you you can say that theoretically it's kind of normalized for everyone, but you also have to kind of think about what's the actual kind of participation and the engagement of those two different types of characters. So, yeah. absolutely. absolutely. Yes, Kevo, it is or Kevo, it is some BS. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry, so... I, I did not mean to derail the conversation completely. No, that's, that's okay. That's okay. That's going to be my habit in, until I get vexed. So that's what's going to happen. <laughs> We'll make it a habit to bring it up Don't every single me, episode. We should just have a counter at the bottom of the screen Wait, of how many. We should have like a bit donation have. for you know you and your vex. Like yeah, one yeah. Bit, you can put a vex in Rob's hands. Yeah, yeah <laughs> a metaphorical <laughs> one. And then they'll just nerf get... it right after. It'll be great. Yeah. It's okay. Just so I won't can... get until it's empty either. So yeah, exactly. Being the the salty boat together. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so for our first official, official topic, uh, <laughs> we're talking trials. So I'm going to pull up uh, Twitter right now because Cosmo tweeted something pretty interesting. So, quote unquote, he says, once you go flawless for the week, you start by trying to match with other flawless folks. It may eventually resort to matching against non-flawless. It resets each weekend. So... Uh, I'm going to open this up to Will. Just what are your gut reactions to that? Mm. It's so bad. <laughs> like, you, have, you have the most people who have played your playlist and I mean, had the most engagement in Trials last weekend since Trials came out. Right. I want to change yep. up the matchmaking. Like, I don't, I'm sorry, but that's just not the play. Like, it's just, why are we trying to fix something? Like, like they're trying to adjust for that can't get like past like one win like it's like that get they get 5-0'd one time and they go to twitter like and complain about like i've been 5-0'd but i'm not going to twitter like to complain about it like i don't know man it's it's just mind-blowing to me that they have to switch something up when last weekend was probably the best weekend you could arguably like ask for in the history of trials i mean have yeah. seven hundred thousand people playing you know over a million matches played so i i don't know i it's it's so tone deaf to me, but then again, I'm not surprised because it's Bungie. So, fair, fair. <laughs> and then I don't know what else there is to say. Like, it's just not the play. Like, I don't know what. Yeah, I, I don't know what the thinking is. I, I would love to get behind the the doors and see like what the conversation was to say, "Hey, let's enable this next weekend." But yep, yep. So, so was this me. actually a change? But this this definitely wasn't a thing last weekend. No, I mean like. Right. So I played around 300 games last weekend. Did you really? Yeah, wow. I don't follow us like eight times. <laughs> Good for you. Um, so, like, I will say, like the the games on seven win cards were not hard. But we were playing stacks, so I don't know, you know, how to gauge that correctly. But like, there, there were so many people that I was seeing on Twitter, like friends, for example, that could go flawless themselves. Like friends that I would take, like flawless some weekends, like that were not, you know, I'm trying to be nice, but like not the best players. I would go flawless, like no problem last weekend. And then they would farm, they would farm and farm and farm and farm on seven one cards, and they were like super happy. You know, like that. I'm getting tons of like you know adept drops. Like I'm fine with that. Like 
know, I, I can actually help friends like Robbie, like for example, like we we played. I couldn't even talk to him and we still don't follow us in like seven games in a row. Like, it wasn't even, I'd, it was done like 10 minutes. It was so much fun too. Like Rob, Robbie's cracked. But um, I, I just don't understand like where they're getting this feedback from because all my friends that I have, like, you know, they're, they're not the best PVP players, but they were still able to go follow us and match teams on their skill level after flawless to farm that adept weapon. Um, and another thing is like, I wouldn't have a problem this kind of matchmaking if there wasn't just like the rewards we've had for the past, you know, year in the, in the pool, because I don't really, I don't really need anything. Like I don't, I have everything adept that I want. And then, yeah, I mean like if, if we got some kind of like ornament set or like some kind of emblem at least that said like, Hey, you know, you won this amount of matches on follow card, then sure. Fine. You know, I, I play it would be great, but I I still play it, but nonetheless, but, I, I don't know. I, I I can't like help friends go follow us anymore now because of this matchmaking. You know, I mean, yeah. like, I have to play with it this weekend because I haven't tried it out. But from what I've seen on Twitter, is just it's just a sweat fest after you know playing on a follow us card or yeah to go follow us one time the weekend. You're playing nothing but two point the rest of the weekend. So yeah. I don't know. It doesn't make it sense seemed, to me. It, it seemed like common sense that like once you reset the passage, you would you know go back to your original sure. matchmaking yeah. pool. You know. So that's that's definitely weird. Robbie, like, do you have anything to add? Oh, go go ahead. Sorry. I just want to say real quickly, I have no problem playing good teams. You know, like I have no problem playing good teams and like sweating it out. You know, that that's fun to me. Like, I, I enjoy that, but like, I don't know, I don't get anything for it. Like I get a chance at an ascendant shard and a chance at an adept weapon. Like that's not you know, yeah. I mean like, that's not something that's rewarding enough. So that's my only gripe. I don't I don't have a problem playing good teams. Like people on Twitter are like so adamant that players just want free and easy matches it's like no we, we don't want that like all the time like, we just want to help friends and but we want stuff like that's rewarding enough for like what we have to go through you know like it's yeah. you know people have this weird ideology that we just want to stomp everybody like you know but that that's fun sure but like we enjoy good close games like it's not like we just want to stomp the whole community and you know get our stuff and get out so yeah, yeah say absolutely. About I, I saw so many replies saying like to to like streamers who would help people in the community like saying you know oh you just want to just stomp on teams it's like no that's not at all man like we just like want to be rewarded for our time and able to help the community out like that's all we care about like most of us right want to help people out like, it's not that complicated yeah. so mm-hmm. i don't know that's just my two cents i i have a follow-up question um because now i'm curious you mentioned the the loot you know you have nothing to chase uh, we didn't really get any season of the lost trials weapons besides Reed's regret, right? That was like the only one. So far. Yeah, and so I think, um, and this is like all speculation, but like when Witch Queen comes out and we get new adept stuff, you know, you know, I just really hope there's some kind of incentive for good players to play on seven win cards because right now there's <laughs> there's no reason to go follow us anymore. Like, you know, I mean, sure. like, it's just. Sure. Reset six wins so you can help people play the rest of the weekend. Like that's not fun. Like we can't play with like good players can't play with anybody who they want to anymore. Like you're gonna have to warn people now saying, Hey, we're gonna play nothing but sweats the rest of the weekend. Because mm-hmm. I just went flawless because I was just playing the game. Like it's not because I was stomping anybody. Mm-hmm. Like before we got in the podcast, I was playing with a a buddy of mine, his girlfriend. His girlfriend won flawless. She's not the best destiny player, which is totally fine. That that's like what I enjoy doing is helping people. 
now the rest of the weekend, I have to warn my friends because I've already been flawless that we're going to run into stacked teams. Sure. So, I don't know. It's just frustrating. It's like two steps forward, five steps back with Bungie. So. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. And um, to add, because I just remembered this, uh, I believe that effect uh, is account-wide, so you can't jump on another character. It's right. account-wide. Uh, yep. Change that. So I'll be playing Fallout teams the rest of the weekend. So yeah, cool, cool. <laughs> Robbie, do you have anything right, to add? The other side of it, yeah. There's the other side. I, I I completely agree with what you're saying. Like, there's no point in playing anything other than a mercy card right now. You know, even for people who just go flawless all the time. There's no point, like, because why do you want to get a confidence card that gives you like a second thing at the at the chest in the lighthouse if you're just gonna keep getting adepts every other game? You know, once you last weekend when you had a seven win card, so there was no point in grabbing anything else other than mercy. And yeah, I mean, I think that the way they did it so that they made the loot available for more people was good. Like, I went flawless for the first time. You know, I played with Will. It was my first time ever. I before I I managed to get six, and this time was my first time. Yes. Pretty happy about that. And I think that it felt like you know, a lot of people that I see that were like on my skill level or even on PvP at least worse than me, uh, they also got it. And there were people like literally looking for like people who've never been flawless to help them out because they wanted to guild their flawless. So they had to carry someone who's never been flawless before. So that was going on as well. And um, and it felt good. It was a ton of people. It was fun. And I do agree that they should get something aesthetic because I think that matters the most. You know, like like Will says, like he doesn't need another adept anything. You know, like whatever he's gonna get at some point, or he's gonna get something that anyway works for him. And I think for people like me, like if I go against a, a stacked team, they could be wearing blues and and you know having an Allegro twenty three, and they're gonna kill me anyway. So the adept is just you know the cherry on top. So it doesn't really matter that much. But I think some sort of aesthetic reward maybe for a confidence card and staying on seven wins you know you might get ornaments for for the legendaries which we haven't seen in a long time in destiny i think ornaments for legendaries or or a different kind of ornament set for for something even if you, even if it was just a helmet for this whole time you know and you would see it like every so often like, oh okay that guy he has that thing like the Recon Helmet back in Halo days. I think that would be fun. But this week has been, I don't know, mixed. Because I do get the point of like, there's, you know, for, for people like Will, okay, if I want to help people, maybe I don't want to go flawless until Monday. But then for other people like myself, you know, I want to get helped out maybe because I'm not that great. But then once I go to flawless for the first time, if I want to keep grinding seven win cards that are not flawless cards, just to, you know, get those engrams it's going to be harder because now I'm also, as a player that's going to maybe solo queue at that point or play with other two friends that are also not that great, we're going to be playing other flawless teams. So, yeah, that that I don't know who that helps. It's literally not helping the people who are doing the carry and it's definitely not helping the people who are getting carried because the rest of the weekend you're burnt. That's it. And I, like I just... Bungie has this weird ideology that all the flawless teams just try to go in there and stomp people like 24 7 like that's that's not fun to me like i don't enjoy doing that like i want to i think i helped four or five people as we can get their first flawless for the first time like i think kevo who's in chat i think we took him flawless too but i mean like it's i don't know i don't know where this is coming from like where they thought they had to change the matchmaking like the most engagement in the history of your game i think the best play is to change up the matchmaking 
just dump on it after a week because of because a couple people yeah. that yeah i mean like i don't know man i i just don't know like i i it's just frustrating like we, we're not trying to stomp people like that's like grant there are some teams that just want to three like five of everybody don't well, do that who cares like you're not going to match them very often but like most like the majority of us want to help people you know give what they want like we we find satisfaction helping other people and not like five of another team you know yep. so I don't know. That's just where I'm coming from. It's just frustrating. It really is. Absolutely. I don't blame you. It's on because we're, you know, I'm a good player and I happen to want to help other people, but now I can't because of matchmaking. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's just kind of like being a dead horse at this point, you know. And like they, they just I don't know if they'll ever figure it out. They like they just try to do too much when they don't need to. Like they're trying to reinvent the wheel. Like last weekend was perfect. Keep it like that. They're trying to do way too much with it. So no yeah yeah i i think um fortunately i think it's gonna get changed because i feel like uh will you're you will and robbie both you guys agree um you know i think that sentiment is being echoed a lot so i have hope that it's gonna change pretty quick but we'll see and again like i want to I have to play tonight to really see like what it's like the matchmaking because i haven't really tried it out i've just seen other people's tweets um, but based on what I've seen from majority of people and big streamers, little streamers, is that it's pretty pretty tough. You can't really you, know, you have to play perfectly in order to help somebody go follow. So sure, it's not sure. Yeah. Uh, Rob, do you have anything to add? I know you don't frequent trials as much as uh, Will. Yeah, does play. no. Well, but so I, I mean, I oh, we lost Scotty. There he's back. Uh, so I, I, I mean, I, I echo your guys sentiments and and i think you 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 all hit it right on the head like who does this i don't know who this benefits because and it goes actually back to what we were talking about the who's who's playing the game and i feel like you you tend to have a lot of kind of like extremes and will you played 300 games last week <laughs> and so like okay but and, that's because that's no, 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 I, I know and, no i know and let me let me finish so let me, long. no i know let me finish so but yeah, no, because no because you like trials and you engage with that playlist and all this does is force a lot of individuals such as yourself who like to help people go flawless or just like to engage in the playlist because you like that sense of competitive nature and you like you like how it and you like the loot and everything associated with it and it like it just it melds well with you and i get that um and it's like last week seemed like it was fine because you had more people going i think more people went flawless fl- flawless last week than had ever gone flawless 30 percent of the population went flawless. right yeah so that's like insane to me and I, I never thought we'd see numbers like that and i don't know if bungie wanted more than that because that's what kind of feels like what this change is going to be but it also kind of feels like you're going to get less because now people like you that are helping other people, you know, you're carrying other people, you're not going to engage in it as much anymore. Um, and there's going to be folks like me and Robbie who maybe we play with someone, we go flawless, and then we're probably going to like check out a trials for the rest of the week because I'm not interested in playing against a bunch of sweaty people. Um, but, you know, it sucks because I kind of want to continue farming engrams and farming my reputation because there's there's that kind of carrot to also chase in addition to trying to go flawless. And that's what, I mean, we talked about this last week, like there's all these different avenues now you can traverse to get loot. Um, but now if I'm kind of forced to play in a pool where I'm out of my league and I'm aware of that, then it, it's ex- we're exactly back to where we were before where 
you're playing against a bunch of like sweaty people potentially. And then, and then, so then you, so then I'm looking at then someone like Will, who are you just going to sit and reset your card after six wins for the entire week? Because that's kind of the workaround. So you haven't really solved the problem because the good people are still able to kind of game the system in a certain way. So you haven't solved that problem either. So like, I don't know why they introduced this when I, it seemed like it was all genuinely positive feedback. And yeah, you're certainly going to get the, the, the people jumping on Twitter, but I feel like those are like, that's gotta be such a small minority. But, the, but that's part of trials is losing games. You know? It like, is. Not no, I, I'm I, not going to win every single agree. game. Like, yeah. And I, I don't understand like it's, and, and that was, that was always my understanding of the philosophy of trials is it's meant for the best of the best. And that's why, that's why you have tiered loot and you've got the adept weapons because it's meant to be for the people that are really meant to be good enough to go flawless. And it's not for everybody like that. That's one of those things where it's like, it's a tough pill to swallow, but you have to get over it that it's not for everybody. And it's like, I think last week was perfect because I, I played for like three or four hours over the span of like two days. I felt like my time was valuable uh, and I ended up getting a lot of good roles and I had a lot of fun because I had engaged with the playlist that I hadn't in a very long time. I definitely had a few where I wanted to chuck the controller across the room because I got bagged sure. by people who are using Yoten. Like, you're using Yoten. Why are you bagging me? But like, like that stuff still exists. But it's like you have to live with that because it's it's competitive PvP. Um, so I, I when I when I when I read that that tweet and that that change in the the TWAB, I was like I was like picturing the the look on Will's face, like shaking his head. Uh, reading that because it was just like I like because I'm mad by it now because it's like well now now my interest in engaging with trials has lessened compared like I all this week I was looking forward to trials coming out and then that twab and that tweet came out and I'm like oh now we're we're alienating people again and it's like what and and, and the the weirdest part to all this is like okay I'll go back to my 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 math background and nerdiness it's like you need to collect data to really make a good educated like decision and an informed decision we have one week of engagement in this new mode why would you make such a drastic change after one week of yeah of and, doing and, this like you yeah. run run it for like six like six or seven weeks to make sure that you're consistently seeing what you're like they they my my guess is they have a number that they want to reach albeit number of people playing or the number of people going flawless like whatever that percentage is and they didn't reach it um and they're like, well, we need to make some kind of change. And this was maybe something like that they had backup planned that like maybe too many people went flawless or not enough people went flawless. And like, we're going to flip the switch and see what happens. But it just seems like at a minimum, you'd want to do it for like two months or three months to see how like because you obviously the first week you're going to have a ton of people coming back. And then this next week, you'd probably have a little bit less assuming you didn't change any variables, but they went and did that. And it's like now now your now your data is going to be all kinds of skewed because you have the drastic drop in people just because it's the next week because a bunch of people wanted to play trials and there's there's going to be those people that are like oh, it's still still way too sweaty for me I'm done like this is I'm going to play it one week and never go back to it and that's fine mm -hmm. like you have to assume there's going to be that subset of people but then there's like yeah we'll say like Robbie and myself who are like mediocre players when it comes to PVP but we like to engage with it and we like to get the loot and we like to level up that that bar uh, to your ranks it, like there's that carrot to chase right I like doing that. I know I'm not going to go flawless very often, but I felt like I had a better shot with this change than now with this new change coming out where I'm just like, well, I don't know what they were trying to do. So that's yeah. that's TLDR. Like, and I, I don't know why they did it without... I, I just want to touch on Kevo's, since we're doing a live Twitch chat, 
Um, he said, I feel like they're focusing on good players without matchmaking. I just want to say, like, as a good player, or, you know, a decent player, I guess, I want to say, like, we don't have any choice now. Like, we have to either reset right. six wins or, or just play stack the whole weekend. And I don't, I don't like playing – like, that's not fun to me. I don't like just steamrolling people. Like, that gets boring so fast. So, you know, like, what, what choice do we have, man? Like, you know, like, there, there isn't, like, a whole lot we can do if we want if, – the, the people in the community that, that want to help people, like, we don't have any choice. Like, we have to reset, and right. you're going to play us, like, deeper in the weekend because we haven't gone flawless yet, or you're going to catch us stacked because we're trying to farm weapons because that's all the people you're going to play. So, so, we're, so we're Ryan, out of options. But you know so, what the so thing, we, though? Like, you were completely right. Because the other things that people complained about, like how people would back out and you would get a tie, they already acknowledged those things. And, like, how when you, you would see, like, Going, if you were playing on a group of three, it would go to four instead of immediately telling you that it was complete and people would back out. If it wasn't, right. you know, four, it was like immediately six back out right away. Yeah. Complaints were addressed and they're going to fix them not this weekend, but next weekend, right? Because they didn't have the time to fix it right away. So even those small changes, they're going to take at least two weeks to come through. But this other thing, was immediately, you know, put in place. So that's why I completely agree with Rob that this was not a reactionary change. This was already planned. Yeah. Hmm. Probably. I, yeah. But I but I don't I don't think doing it after one week of of data is I think that was the the un, unwise choice. But again, I'm assuming they have a metric that they're trying to reach with this revamped version of trials. This is all this is all completely speculatory. My assumption is they're trying to reach a number and they either completely overshot it or completely undershot it. And they're thinking that, that with this change, it'll change things. I do want to. So so Kev had a good question. Ryan also just came up with a question. He says, I'm a super casual destiny player. And so I've never gone flawless in trials. Do you think that it's viable to assume I can solo flawless with the new trials? Uh, I'll let Will kind of ha- like, you know, I want your opinion on this. I will say tentatively, it's probably just as bad because there's the people that subsist off of trials carries all weekend like that's their bread and butter and they're going to be doing the six card reset um so you're still going to engage with those people i think if you're doing solo flawless um because if if they're genuinely like this is their maybe this is their source of revenue income uh or this is how they gain extra income and it's really imperative to them that they have a better chance of being able to streamline like carries. I would assume you're going to run into still people that are sleeper flawless people that are capable of going flawless, but they're resetting their cards. But I, I would let Will and someone else probably a little more smarter than me give the final thought on that. I mean, is it possible? Yeah, but like, can you expect it? No. I mean, yeah. Like, Communication in this game is so key. Like when you're super, like when somebody's one shot, like when you're pushing a different angle, when you're flanking, like you know, I mean, there's there's so many different calls you can put out in the game that, like, as a solo player, like, sh- sure you can try your best, but like, you know, I, there's there's no guarantee for any of that stuff. And I think um, this whole entire like trials solo matchmaking is kind of pushing people towards the LFG side or making more friends to be able to play as a team. Um, like it's not a permanent solution, you know. They don't want you to solo queue and then solo queue, you know, a year later. They want you to find some friends to play with, or you know, whatever it is you want to do. And if you don't want to play with friends, or like you don't, you know, not comfortable playing with other people, that's fine. But like, and expect to go flawless because it's not, 
it's a team game mode. It's not like a solo 1v1 game mode, you know? Right. Like you're going to have to be able to make call-outs. You're going to have to be able to communicate with other people um, against top-tier teams. Um, so, I mean, like, uh, can you go follow solo? Of course. Yeah, you can. But, I mean, if, if you're a casual player, the odds are not, you know, in your favor because you're going to be playing teams that can communicate. Um, and I, I'm not saying, like, casual players are, you know, I'm trying to bump them up into the same category of being, you know, bad players or whatever. But I'm just saying, like, team play in this game is so crucial at some points that it could be a difference between like winning a round and winning a game. So yeah, try it. But Switching I would definitely that like to work for a team. Yeah, exactly. I, I honestly, because I think this was asked earlier also in chat, like would there be a, a solo, like kind of like they have an Iron Banner, like a freelance, you know, I, I think they shouldn't do it. I'm kind of glad they haven't done it. And I think it's not going to happen. That question. My, my, my opinion on that is that if we had like new loot to chase, then maybe that would work. But when we've had the same loot for a year and we get one new adept weapon a season, that most of the good players have already got their role that they want. There's not going to be enough people to sustain both playlists. Like, I I'm wanna, assuming I'm, that. Sorry, go for it. I, yeah. I, I want to see the, the playlist like thrive up to Witch Queen, but the odds of that are not likely. Like, that's just, you know, it's just numbers off of the past seasons we've had. Yeah. So to fracture that player base even more, you're either going to see like sweats solo queuing that'll carry the whole team, or you're going to see three stacks of sweats just playing for fun because there's nothing else to do in the game. Yeah. So I, I assume that they. Again, they probably have the numbers for everything. Like this is, I, I'm, this is, I'm, I'm always going to try to give them the benefit of the doubt of like they're, they're good with data. Um, and there's probably a whole lot of people that since the new Trials Armor came out, what like two seasons ago, like nobody has really gotten it. Um, so I'm assuming that they're kind of like almost backtracking and saying like, look, with all these changes now, maybe you can finally have a reason to try to go get it. And same with like Igneous Hammer and Messenger, like some of the stuff that's come out more recently that like Trials has been in such disarray for this whole time that no one's really pursued and so maybe now um they'll have a reason to go engage with some of that that's kind of my assumption is like they're like well we still have loot that you've never gotten that's just been kind of sitting around and like that's the new loot that we're getting um i'm not saying that it's right i'm just saying like that's that's probably part of the mentality of why they i thought for sure we'd get at least some a, a, a couple new weapons besides just the the linear fusion um so that's kind of a bummer like that that's all we got but um yeah or 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 you know, bring back some of the old armor that people never played with because even when trials first came out, they weren't engaging with it. Like, dude, like the the year three ornaments from D one. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I would grind all day for those. Like the the oh yeah. The club. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. I, I had um, cat ears, didn't it? I, and like just to just to, you know, my point, I, I think they're on the right track, but they got to stop trying to reinvent the wheel just because of one demographic. Like, and and doing it game, so quickly, like. Well, but I, I respect the quick changes because we haven't seen that from them before, you know, because usually stuff takes like, like sword peaking got took like three seasons to fix. Like that's, that's insane to me. Right. I respect the quick fixes, but like, don't try to do too much. It's not that complicated. Everybody had fun last weekend. You're going to have people who do not like your matchmaking. That's fine. It's part of right. like making a video game. People are not going right. to like it, but the majority of people I saw last weekend had fun. Yeah. So. Yep. And like you, yep. you, gotta, you keep in mind, like the people who are posting on Twitter, like we lost one game, you know, they, they didn't play well, they made mistakes. Like that's what happens in PvP. 
they go to Twitter and post that stuff, and then right. we get a whole game mode changed because of somebody had a one bad experience. So, right, yeah, it's I, I, I think it's uh, very telling when they make a change and we have to sit here and try and decipher what the reason was for it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, th- I think that's very telling that that it's that's that's probably a bad change. You know, when when someone who when a group of people who play the game and have played it, you know, a decent amount, and at different levels, sit around so and try to figure yeah. it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and when none of us can, you know, when we have to like piece it together like a puzzle, that's that's not good. It, sh- it should be clear. I don't want to have to like manipulate matchmaking just so I can help a friend go flawless. Like that's not fun. Like you know, right. so that's where I'm at. I, I'm I'm not a big fan of the changes, but. We're in the right direction, at least, right? You know, sure, sure. That, yeah, that I, new, yeah, the new Trials Labs game mode comes out, which I think could be really good, really good. So, have to see. You're, you're excited for that? The capture the zone? Oh, super deal? excited! Oh, okay, for sure. Okay. Is, is that is that going to be kind of like skirmish? No, it's going to be actually yes. Yeah, when I think about that's, it. Yes, that's kind of what I what I interpreted it as. But, for those but, of you like, who don't know, like skirmish was yeah, it was a three v three competitive game mode in d1 where there was like a random spot on the map where you had to go and and grab it and kind of secure it for a while right and then after so many seconds it would like then move somewhere else otherwise known as king of the hill this this map for example is bringing out the worst part of the game like where you get a certain spawn and you can sit back in that spawn not move and still have like you know the choke points the best angles so I think having that, because that, that's going to change up every round, and then your spawns are going to change up every round. Right. I think having that in the game will definitely you know, make it more fun to play, because it's not fun to just... I mean, some people like to sit and spawn. I, I think it's boring as hell, but just like to be able to play the game differently and push different angles, I think is going to be really refreshing for the playlist, for sure. But if the matchmaking is still garbage, then... Sure. Yeah. I, um, I was wondering, did you guys read the TWAB? So they mentioned... Uh, some details about that capture the zone trials mode, and they mentioned something about special ammo, which I thought was interesting. Well, um, right. Shoot, let me uh, find it really quick. Um, give me a second. It said something about uh, special ammo. You don't get it back on revive or something. Yeah, they will um, be disabling the special ammo replenishment on revive. You still get yeah, special ammo basically... if you kill one. Yeah, so they're effect. making a. Well, tiny change to special ammo. But, but it incentivizes you to play your life or anything else. Because, you know, like right now that mm-hmm. it is to run in, shatter dive, and suicide bomb yourself. Yep. So, <laughs> well, no, it's it's, it's so also going to be I about have... the spawns, honestly. Because I think sure. we haven't seen this game mode on Trials yet. So the way that thing is going to work, I believe, is like, let's say I'm on my team and one of us dies. So if we rescue him right there, you know, we have better chances of them coming at us again and we're going to be three still alive. Instead of letting him who knows where far away that he has to come all the way to us and you know now we're at a disadvantage number wise so i think that at some point like either probably not racing is going to be the play you know letting bit whatever seconds are left on the hill and move to the next one or i don't know if it's going to make like that big of a change um we'll have to see it'll be cool i think it'll be fun to mess around with it at the very least I'm glad they're bringing like the labs thing back. I think that's a really good idea. Oh, I, I, that, I well, I think that yeah. should have been brought back a long, long time ago because. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Again, it's a lot. It's just so confusing, like what they do with PvP. Like it's just like. I'm just gonna stay with like two people back, working, and then we walk sideways for just thirty minutes, and then go 
yes. diagonal for three years and then backwards five years. So whatever. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I honestly don't. I don't think they. I don't think the higher ups at Bungie really care about PvP. And I, I disagree. I disagree with that. You Play with Joe Blackburn. Okay. Okay. That man grinded for his Luna's Howl, played by himself. Okay. Didn't want any help or anything like that. Played trials with them. I, I think they don't care. I just don't think they know what they want. They don't have like a direction. They don't have a, you know, some kind of goal that they can look to and see what they sure. want. That's who I think it is. Or anything okay. Else. Okay. Fair. Uh, do you think? I don't know. Do you think Destiny One's Trials of Osiris was, you know, why? Why do you think they changed that? Um. I don't know. <laughs> I don't you, but was was it any different though? You could play against flawless players. But, but we had time, stuff right? to go to. We we had like like you could farm flawlesses for the ornaments for that you know that shiny stuff. That's fair. Or you, you could play on a seven win card for a scarab emblem. You know? it's true. So, but like right now we don't we don't have anything. Like they they throw in a bunch of. Legendary stuff that we all have in the loot pool, and think, "Oh, this is good enough." It's it's not like it's something to grind, man. Like we want to grind, right? If you want me to play seven win teams, I'll do that all day. But give me something to do it for. So right, sure, sure. That's where I'm at. All right. So um, for our next topic, uh, we're going to talk switch gears a little bit. Uh, PVE stuff. I mean, I guess PVP if you use this in PVP. But we're talking Anger Scepter. So it's the new exotic that came out this weekend. Or not this weekend, Tuesday. And there's new quest line. Um, so it's a continuation of that Atlas skews thing where you find a bunch of stuff in the Dreaming City, walk around, go back to the helm, and you listen to Aldrin talk about fairy tales. And then you can finally get Anger Scepter, which is a stasis trace rifle, I believe. Um Robbie and Will, uh, you guys both have it. Rob and I don't, right? Correct. All right. So uh, I'll start with my opinion, I suppose. I don't have the gun yet, but as for the quest, I was just talking about this before we started streaming. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the quest so far. I didn't finish it, but I did all the Atlas skews, right? Found all the little beacons and whatever. And I was kind of hoping there would be either, you know, Robbie uh, was saying a, a dungeon or something, something cool. Some sort of mission, right? And then it kind of asked me to do chores and astral alignment, which I wasn't a huge fan of. Um, my problem there is that uh, that first step asks you to, to do uh, complete final blows with a rifle. Uh, it's not too many. I mean, I did it in two astral alignments or whatever, but it is just annoying because it goes back to that same thing that people have been complaining about for a while, which is competing for kills with other players in the same activity. And it encourages me as someone completing the quest, to not play the activity as, as intended. So while people are running around carrying the balls, the batteries to the central platform, I'm running around killing stuff, not helping anybody because I want to get the quest done. And, you know, it just makes the activity not only not fun for me because I don't want to go around just killing things, doing chores like that, but uh, it makes the activity harder for other people because I don't want to waste time and actually play the activity as intended i just want to get the quest done and so it, it that was just super annoying um and will you were saying the next step is is, is better because it does have uh champions and you just have damage them it's not uh final blow thing but still i just would rather have stuff like that be in something like shattered realm where it's like a solo activity uh so where you're not fighting other teammates over a quest line 
Um, so yeah, I don't know. Do you guys have any thoughts on that? Disagree. Agree. I mean, it's the, any of the quests like that require you to get stuff in a public realm where you can, you know, have your kills or something yanked by some, you know, other person that doesn't know you're trying to do the quest kind of sucks. But I, yeah, I don't know. I, I think there's like a lot more. There's a lot bigger issues in the game besides those kind of exotic quests. Yeah, at least. Yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right. Just, just something I was kind of annoyed about. Oh, what do no, you think? No, of- for sure. Like, sorry, what? Yeah. I was just going to say, what did you think of uh, the rest of the quest? Because I didn't even get to the rest of it. I mean, it, it was... I kind of just like went there, did this, went there, okay. did that, and then... So there's no like mission at the end? Anything? Um, There is, but it's like one room where you just have to take a bunch of stuff with the gun, but everything's kind of like close together, so it's kind of like made for the gun. Yeah, yeah, kind of like when you get the stasis subclass and they're like, oh, okay, exactly. correct. screw yeah. around with this for so, five minutes. Yeah. I don't know. It's just kind okay. of another exotic quest I just did just for the sake of doing so I can have it in case it's ever OP and PvP. Again, okay, so. yeah. Hmm. All right. Robbie, you also completed the quest. Uh, any thoughts on it? Uh, I was expecting, like, because the, the story has been so thick this season, you know, like there's so much to actually yeah. go through. And so I was expecting it to tie into the story somehow, kind of like Presage did, you know, going there, do a, miss- a mission. Mm-hmm. Actually, that one would change the dialogue the second time you went through. Um, this one didn't have any of that. I guess because it doesn't have uh, random rolls, so you basically only have to do it once, and that's it. But it really felt like... You know how in an MMO, when you start, and it's like, go kill ten of these, and then go kill five of those, and, and then go fetch me three of those, and then go speak to these three guys here and here and here? That's basically what they made us do. It was, it was terrible. I really didn't like it, and I guess uh, after that part of the champions stuff, you have to do like three strikes to get a drop. And I was expecting, okay, going to the to the strike and find the item somewhere. No, there was no item to be found. It would just drop from the chest after killing the last boss. So that was also kind of disappointing because in the end, the the go fetch this from here specific place didn't tie at all into the story. It was just literally go and do the strike once. Um, so yeah, it, it felt mm, the the only I guess you know good thing about it is that the, the gun is really good. The, the gun is amazing. <laughs> um, I like how it works out with the stasis subclass when you have it on. It works with your fragments and your everything, you know. Because I, with Shard Dive, as Will was saying, like I can literally kill one guy in like a bunch of enemies. All the stuff around them is gonna freeze just by killing one of them. So you freeze everything else, and then you just shatter dive, and boom, you kill like 20 things. It, it's insane how good it is for, for ad clear. And uh, the catalyst actually came out on the 12, surprisingly enough. They kind of, because it was, kind of, there was already the spoiler about what the catalyst would do, and they just confirmed it by saying the catalyst is not working fine, which is weird because we still don't have access to it until next Tuesday. Uh, but yeah, they basically admitted it that it's going to be like more damage as long as you have your super up. And uh, yeah, I'm actually wondering if it's going to be good because do you really need it? I don't think it's that great of a weapon to take into like high-end content. And it works really well right now for Ad clear. So maybe mm. even don't put the catalyst on the gun. That might be the play, actually. That and it works with the stasis okay. fragments. I um, yeah. 
And uh, one other thing I was just thinking about, I don't have the gun, but I haven't play tested it or seen anything about it. But um, I think it's focusing lens is the artifact mod that's like your solar abilities do more damage uh, on targets affected by stasis. So I was thinking, you know, if you hit Any something with scepter, yeah, and then like golden gun might do a lot of damage. I don't know. I don't know how good focusing lenses messed with it, but theoretically it sounds cool. Yeah, you can actually use it on your own to give yourself the ability to use focusing lens by yourself, by freezing stuff with it. Well, one of the issues too is like, we've talked about it before, is that you can't use it in GMs because there is no, you know, mod this season for it to be able to do some kind of champion damage. So it's kind of like, what's the point? Yeah, I mean, unless you, you run like a bow, or... I guess, but all the good bows are exotic, so. True. I don't know. We'll have to well, that's, that's like kind of how it feels with like the, the cool change that they made to Lucky Pants, and then there's nothing for hand cannons like in terms yeah. of champion mods. So it's like, yeah, it's great, but at the end of the day, are you really going to try to bring it into like GMs? Because yeah, you can do that sick damage, but it's like you're kind of a detriment to your team. Although if you're using Ariana's Vow, it's fine, but like that's one one specific, you know, edge case and where it's like obviously meant for kind of a greater thing. So yeah, it's just it's weird when they do that. Like they'll they'll bring something out and then it doesn't really harp with like the rest of the season. Like and, and kind of like what the intended meta is supposed to be. So it's like why why now? Other than it just kind of like thematically lines up with the story. Yeah. Yeah. But what'd you guys think of this story? I know Robbie you didn't wasn't weren't a big fan, but what about like the story as a whole, the the quest line with Aldrin talking about Riga and Agar and storms and stuff like that? Do you guys think it was interesting at all? Or I skip. <laughs> I think was it all two hundred seconds. Skipped it. <laughs> I figured. I figured. Sorry. Rob, do you have any thoughts on that? No, I think you're fine. <laughs> I, I I listened to it a little bit. It's just. It's weird when they do something like that. Like, do you remember when they had the uh, the sidearm uh, that you had to collect, like the pieces from the the broken like bots, um, and you got all those like dialogues between like Osiris and Saint Fortune? Oh yes, those like, devils like, ruin. Like, yeah, devils ruin. Like, it's kind of a neat mm. quest. Kind of fun. Like, I liked the actual quest for that. Was you didn't have to do a bunch of fetch quests like we've been kind of talking where it's just kill a bunch of things, go here, kill a bunch of things. It was an interesting way to do storytelling and to do a quest. Um, and I think it would have been cool if the fusion rifle just had you do something like that. Like, I've, I've kind of liked it each week. It's like, oh, here's a few more coordinates. Go to these points, collect these. And like, and then the story was kind of that. To be honest, though, like, it's it's one of those things where if you're a lore nerd, cool to sit there for 200 seconds while you're just kind of jumping around because let's be honest you're just going to sit there and jump around a room uh while you're waiting to hear the story and i feel like they've done more interesting because because i was going to say going back to the devil's ruin thing like you get a bunch of those story elements while you're going and then afterwards you can sit there for like five minutes and listen to them like sing and all of these weird things and it's it's neat again if you're really really into it it just like how much Sometimes I just don't feel like doing that. And it's like, I got Devil's Rune. I want to go screw around with it. Or I just got the Scepter. I want to go screw around with it. Like, it would be more interesting if you're actually doing something and listening to those story elements and pieces versus like, 
kind of feeling obligated to sit there in the room. And then if you don't listen to it that one time that you do the quest, then you never something you miss. Yeah, you can never go back and listen to it again, Mm -hmm. um, which is also kind of an annoying thing. Like it's like it's like, oh, I'm not ready to sit here and listen to this this five minute little piece. And I'm sure it's incredibly interesting. And I've listened to two out of the three of them. Um, but it's like the third one or the last most recent one, I just like, I'm kind of good. Um, and I hate doing that because I'm not going to be able to go back and listen to it in game. Um, mm. and is that, is that what you leaked, uh, or linked Robbie is the, the video of that story or I saw you. No, it's, uh, in the chat. it's the ornament. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. They were talking yeah. I just, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's cool when they do neat storytelling things but I don't think they need to be so long when they're just forcing you to stand in a room and you can't even like shoot at something in the process. I know that maybe sounds like my, my ape gorilla side that just wants to like blow stuff up, but like for 200 seconds, I don't want to just sit there and listen to a story that's like really, really drawn out and long. So I hate yeah. being like that, but sometimes I don't want to just listen to it for that long. Mm. It, it doesn't help that the, the story was, you know, drawn out over multiple weeks and it didn't really, I don't know. Didn't really change. I it just there wasn't a lot to it per se. Yeah, a lot of a lot of fancy words. It, it definitely could have been like a lore piece. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I exactly. Love, that, I love the voice yeah. actors doing that, but but still, yeah, yeah. It all ended up not being really consequential to like the season itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I I agree. Maybe it almost would have made more sense. Like for each one of those like pieces that you pick up, you would have gotten a piece of a lore book. Uh, and then it completed, and, and it ended up being that whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, because I love, you know, the voice actor. I love when they get the voice actors to do it. Cause you know, so many of them are so talented and it's awesome seeing the, the world come to life. But yeah, sitting in a room for 200 seconds is after you, you know, just did some, some chores for Mara is a little draining. Like once you actually get it, it was story wise, like they, they played out to be this amazing that he's been looking for forever. And it was going to change, you know, things. And it was going to be this powerful, amazing oh. thing. And it's not, first of is all. He... It's, it's pretty, you know, like... Yeah, they do that with, a, like, a lot of exotic weapons. They'll be like, this is going to change the world. And then it's, like, I don't know. Because we started Destiny 1 with Galahorn, And everything's just been downhill from there. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can pay $25 for it in December. <laughs> <laughs> So enjoy oh, that. Man. So we didn't I mean, talk about they came out with that kind of mini <laughs> mini roadmap, if you will. Oh uh, yes, I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty it's pretty anticlimactic. Nothing but, on that. Yeah. But it's good to know kind of well, it's good to know that there's nothing on that and kind of what to more or less <laughs> expect for. But uh, but it, it, I mean it's on par with what I I kind of assumed. Like yeah, we're gonna get Festival of the Lost, and we're not gonna get the Haunted Forest. We're gonna get uh, Haunted Lost sectors. It looks like which is cool. Um. And we're getting difficulty options for Astral Alignment and Shattered Realm, which is cool. Boy. So, but, I mean, we, we, look, we all knew going into this that this is going to be a long season. Um, and, uh, you know, at least, at least, at least we're going to get some sick dinosaur armor. So That's true. Wait, wait. wait what? We're getting Did you see the dinosaur armor? armor? You remember, like, you last, was, it, was it last year for Festival of the Lost they put out the poll? Oh, I wasn't vote for I wasn't. I got stasis too many times. That wasn't. No, I think this is this is pre-stasis. Um, but basically, they put a poll out because they were like, 
because they wanted to share kind of like a concept they were working on. And they let people on, I think it was Twitter, vote for if they wanted dinosaur themed armor. And they gave some kind of like early concept or it was like monster movie themed armor. So like someone was like a mummy and a werewolf and type thing. And the dinosaur like just blew out of the water. Uh, the, I don't want to look at a dinosaur. It's, it's, it. I mean, it's it's no more ridiculous <laughs> than any other like ridiculous armor that we've gotten. So I all right. So the dinosaur armor totally. Power Rangers. Yeah. The dinosaur Power Rangers. It's a little Power Rangers. It's totally. And you know what? I'm not complaining. I'm going to be a Power Ranger. Oh, no, I'll, I'll take more cool stuff, but like, I don't Dinosaur. It's just not the kind of thing. <laughs> you tell me you don't like dinosaurs. Yeah, so it. it okay, was so between... I've, I've. I'm sorry, yeah, but I have to be honest. I've, I've never seen Jurassic Park. Whoa, oh, okay. No. All right, so. You know, I was ending playing. now, and we're gonna, was, we're gonna <laughs> beat up Will. I was we're not planning on kicking anyone out, but but like this is a new low. <laughs> is this one of the best movies ever made? Uh, yeah, that's debatable. So, so debatable. There was, you like, haven't seen it. You have to watch the movie, then you can give me an opinion. You do best, okay, but it's, if it's the best movie ever made, then why have I not heard of it or watched it? Heard of it? Do you not watch good movies? I did not know there were three of them. I didn't I yeah, don't watch the one. other two. The you other two the are other two. No, you just. I watched, I watched. I watched Jurassic Park like two weeks ago. That movie holds up. It is solid. How dare you? It's great. It's it is great. great. We're all entitled to own opinions, even if they're completely wrong. But <laughs> right. I've never it's seen cool. Die Hard. I actually seen... that's the best Christmas movie what? ever. I've, I've never seen this. Forrest Gump. Yeah. Oh man. I've never seen what? The Matrix. I haven't seen Matrix either. What? Yeah, I know. I have no interest. They're all crap. They look like crap. I don't really have interest in seeing the Matrix either. Actually, it's boring. Absolutely boring to me. (laughs) Anyways, I could talk about movies all day, but what were we talking about? We were talking about dinosaurs. (laughs) Well, yeah, no. So, so they had a they had a poll last, and it was like last October, and it was yeah, you could either get dinosaur armor or kind of like monster themed armor where one of them kind of looked like godzilla ish and there was like a cyclops minotaur ish monster and then like a sea monster um and that yeah the dinosaur stuff just blew the other one away completely um and uh yeah it was like a poll on twitter i think um it was kind of it was kind of neat because it was like okay we get to choose what the next festival of the lost themed armor is going to be um and yeah team team dinosaur just just Trump team dinosaurs. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, there's like hashtag Great. team dino. Like, there's it's awkward as heck. <laughs> um, let's check. Do we have any questions? Robert, I didn't you... get. I there was the one question uh, that we answered when we were talking about trials of uh, if they were gonna do a like solo playlist. Um, that was the only like question that I saw during the whole thing. And then there was another question, but we didn't answer that about if you have a shot, if you're doing solo. Um, but I didn't see any other uh, specific questions either for like any of us or about like the podcast or uh, kind of what we're doing, but we'll open the floor. Yes. Uh, if anyone does there... have anything. And and I, I would like to, cause you Scotty at the end, you always at the end of the podcast, you put our, our email address, correct? I do. Yeah. So I, I would, I would totally encourage folks. Uh, if you ever have questions, like 
shoot us an email uh and you know if we get enough stuff then we'll we'll happily do like segments for folks and and try to clear up some stuff um yeah so I, think, I think that's another kind of important part with the whole engagement is like you know do people want to know a little bit more about our lives or just kind of like why we're even doing this in the first place? Or <laughs> and like if you like the questions on God rules, like PVP, I'm yeah, down too. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So I'll, down. I'll drop down. our email in the chat. It's pretty easy. It's just eventideradio at gmail.com. So yep. send us questions there. Um, but yeah, if you, if you guys have anyone watching right now, if you guys have questions, please. I got one. What what are your guys' favorite perks? Like weapon perks of all time. Of all time? Top top two. And they can't be exotic perks. I mean they can be on exotics, but they they can't be like exotic exotic perks. Yeah, it can't be like Fate of All Fools on Jade Raptors. Okay. Um basic answer, but outlaw. Okay. Um I like outlaw because I reload all the time. Yep. And you know, I like having outlaw and everything. Uh, it's not very exciting or interesting, but I reload after every every you know couple bullets I shoot. So having outlaw on is really nice, and it sounds cool. Okay, but it, not an exciting answer, but honestly, that's probably my my go to perk. Fair enough. I have one quick question: Does anybody like get excited by just seeing like perk pictures and not like the actual like? Oh yeah, it? oh yeah, it's the little things. Exactly. Well, that's why. So I. That's why I like the original, uh, crowd control, which has since then turned into um, rampage. But the icon was. Let me pull it up. Right? It was like several skulls, like with the line between them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it looked awesome. Um, <laughs> I'll say my favorite perk is Maghow. Oh yes. yeah. Oh. Maghow. Yeah. If that even counts, because that one's on yeah. like. Two guns. Bro, yeah, I'll let it. I said I just said no exotic perks, so that that's it's, it's not exotic. It's exactly. I mean, it's borderline exotic. <laughs> borderline. <laughs> I enjoy Probably. my PvP stuff. All right. Oh no, I don't blame you, but it's almost too good. All right, Robbie, what, what's your favorite perk or two? I, I outlaw was yeah, outlaw is a really good answer. But honestly, one I've been using lately on guns that I. Probably have no reason to have it on field prep. It's so okay. silly. Just crouch and, you know, the fastest reload you can get, regardless of, you know, because outlaw is nice, but when you're doing like GMs and you don't get like a headshot kill every other time, it's not really worth it there. But field prep literally just crouch and that's it. Max reload speed every time. So easy. Okay. I have my, I have my, um, Long walk, I think one from the prophecy dungeon with snapshot killing wind. It's my favorite sniper. I almost have 500 kills on it. I've only had it for like a week. Oh, nice. that's my favorite. I get excited looking at killing wind because I think it's going to do more damage because it's got a skull and it's called killing wind, but then it doesn't. And then, oh, but dude, it's dude, the amount of aim assist and like range you get is yeah, it's disgusting. Gives you aim yeah. assist, yeah, it gives you like a hunt plus 100 aim assist. Like, that's cool. It's it's filthy. It's a good perk. Like, but you have to get kills like to make it work. But mm. it's it's nasty. Yeah. Cool. So if you guys don't have anything else dire to add, um, we're gonna close the show. So thank you guys so much for um coming on and watching us and chatting with us too. You appreciate that. It's awesome. We're 
really gotten to do that on the on the stream before, so or super cool. stream, on a show before. Super cool. Yeah, super exciting. So uh, if you want to get in touch with us, um, please uh, contest us on Twitter. We're all on Twitter. Um, you can find Same. that in our podcast description, whatever. Um, uh, Rob, you are Blue Wind seventy six, I believe. Robbie is R and D M Racing. Will is I'm Will, and I am. I don't even know what my handle is, but anyways, please get in contact with the contact with us or uh, email us or whatever. Um, we had a lot of fun, so thank you guys for coming on, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Ciao. Later. Yes. Questions, comments, or something else you want to say? Email us at eventideradio at gmail.com or get in touch with us at any of our Twitter handles, all of which can be found in our podcast description.